What is up, everyone? Today is November 14th. We're back on this episode again here with my boy, Salrex. Um, last time we posted an episode was like back in October. So we've had a little bit of time off. Same with the last one, which we said we're not going to do, bro. We're going to be pretty fucking loyal on this podcast. We're going to be, you know, uploading every week. Felt it. Don't matter. We're back. Last episode, my boy Cyrex was uh, talking about that movie, Halloween, uh, Halloween Kills. And he was like, you know what, man? Like, I really think you need to watch this shit. Like, I don't want to go too deep into it because like, I, don't no, really, I didn't want to spoil it for anybody that yeah. didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I watched it, you know, let's just, I, let's just, just like jump straight into it. I just want to bring this up real quick before when you, like when you first reviewed it, like what was the one thing that like, or like now that we've both seen the movie, like what don't you like about the movie? <clears throat> I mentioned to you that I didn't like the whole mob mentality going into the movie. Like the whole movie felt like a filler episode on TV. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you felt that like Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't on the screen as much. I think she only had about two or three minutes of screen time in total. Like mm-hmm. if you if you recorded, I mean, we had a stopwatch and pause didn't stop that every time you saw her on TV, she was only on screen for like two minutes, mm-hmm. two or three minutes. Like she was like a, a, a back, like a like a side character. Most of the, the attention was on this fucking guy, Tommy. I think that was his name, right, Tommy? Like, listen, folks, listen, folks, please. Tommy or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't remember the guy's I, fucking I, I name. Yeah. I, I only saw it once. I don't, I don't, I really don't <laughs> remember. Uh, but like I said, I only had to see it once to understand that I wasn't going to like this movie, to be honest. Because like I said, Jamie Lee Curtis took a back seat. When you see the fucking like TV spots and these teasers, you see like Jamie Lee Curtis getting ready. She's walking down the hallway. She's like, you know, evil dies tonight and all this shit. <laughs> the Boogeyman is at large. He's got no choice but to emerge. Evil dies and she tonight. W- and she was in the hospital the whole movie. Evil dies tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things that like pissed me off. So Her not have playing an important role to anything hold off i will say this real quick um he does bring up a good point because i personally didn't have a problem with the movie i actually liked the movie like everything he kind of said before was like uh you know michael myers is makes the movie and all this other like backstory shit i agree i don't know why they brought these motherfuckers back at this one bar at this specific time like you were saying well they waited 40 years every yeah year like this so they've been coming to the specific <laughs> bar was, for yeah, the past 40 years it makes sense giving the speech <laughs> But, like, what I did like how they did, like, on their cinematography was, like, how they had their, uh, they would show, like, the old, like, OG clips, like, of the movie oh, yeah. and how that, like, that was one thing I can't take away. That was a really badass edit scene. Whoever had the idea for that, definitely. Funniest might, thing yeah. I saw on Twitter, everybody wanted a fucking hour, two hour long movie with, like, the 70s. I don't know, like, what it is about Michael Myers and his ability to dodge shit while walking. Like, remember how the cop was like, nah, dude. This was my fault. Like, you know, I'm the reason why I, one thing I didn't like about the movie was like, everybody was trying to take the blame for why Michael Myers is like still alive and still going mm-hmm. out. Like he looks dead to me. Like, you know, hell not. I would keep I said, going in until I have what like, I said was when I was watching the movie was ch- uh, chop his head off. Decapitate. <laughs> something, <laughs> something. They literally Everyone's just beat him down and then just, st- <laughs> just stand around waiting like, yeah, boy. <laughs> The high fiving and shit. <laughs> yeah, this dude said decapitate him. <laughs> do something. Like, I don't know. Decapitate him. Kind of. I think like they used to do to um, I don't know if they ever did it to Freddy, but they used to do it to Jason. And like, dude came out like nothing. Like I said, another aspect about this movie I didn't like, and this is something you said just a second ago, but that doesn't imply to these movies anymore about how Jamie Lee Curtis is the sister. In this storyline, she isn't the sister. She found out that in the second film, of the original. Back in the back in the day, yeah. But in this movie, she doesn't know that, and then like she's just supposed to be this girl who got away, this babysitter, who just got away, 
by Michael Myers. But you see, he has, this is one part that's stupid and that's a plot hole in this movie. He has no motivation to go after Jamie Lee Curtis, but Jamie Lee Curtis in the hospital is making this all about her. How, oh, he's going to come after me. He's going to come looking for us. He yeah, don't care the, about you. The whole movie was him getting to the fucking house and looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get one last view and shit. Yeah, that's all he wanted to do. I, one thing you said, I'm telling you that you said that was 100% was Michael Myers made that movie like, I ha- like I've seen like a lot of gory movies and a lot of killings and like whatever and shit, but like damn that sounds so, like fucked up. <laughs> but VHS, I know. But the way they did it on this movie was like it felt new, like a, a different like new modern like horror like killing scenes and like type mm-hmm. shit. Like it's because they- I don't think they can make it. They can make those kind of movies believable anymore. Like back in the day in the seventies, eighties, you know, with Jason and my- and Freddy, uh, even Chucky. Like when you see that stuff now, like people don't have that sense of like they don't believe it no more so now horror movies go towards that same fucking conjuring shit you know like the haunted house and like there's a ghost you know yeah, yeah. you know like all movies all horror movies nowadays do that shit like if when you see a conjuring when you see the conjuring movie or the first or second whichever one now all the movies that you see after that have that same horror feel like oh there's something going on in this house and there's like a haunted woman <laughs> because she got killed there years ago and yeah, like, they all feel the same valid. now that's pretty valid and now, now when you do a slasher film at least this one it was done good it was with done. Mike. It was done with very Michael well. Myers. It was done good, but the story mm-hmm. part, like I didn't, I didn't care about it because they said that Halloween two from back in the day, two three, oh well, two uh, three was actually season of the witch, mm-hmm. two four five six, all the way to resurrection and H two O that those didn't exist in this timeline, but they start at the end of this movie. They committed that same error that they did in Curse of Michael Myers. I think it was where they were. I don't know if you remember this movie, but where they were like killing on like satanic offerings and killing. And, and when they did this, Michael got stronger. So at the <laughs> end of this, this is something that didn't make sense to me about this film. <laughs> at the end of the movie, Jamie Lee Curtis has this speech uh-huh. over them when they're beating him up. Remember? Oh, and it's like when he kills, he transcends into something that's more than human and all this shit. And he becomes supernatural. <laughs> where the fuck did you find out this information where the motherfucker was locked up for 40 years <laughs> and you've been I mean, you know what's another thing that's funny about this movie what's up another thing that people made <laughs> fun about this movie how come everybody's on her side now but like let's protect Jamie Lee Curtis when this movie takes place a few hours after the first movie like you know right after so the mm-hmm. first movie the 2018 one happened and then this one happened right it's only a few hours difference how come in the in that 2018 one she was known as that crazy old lady who was like paranoid that this guy was gonna come after her and all this shit but now you're on her side like nothing and these people keep in mind these people weren't aware that he's out there because everybody's out there in the bar chilling and that bitch's house is burning her house is burning everybody's over here like oh you know it's been 40 years you know but evil dies tonight (laughs) and all of a sudden you see the tv oh shit somebody's on the loose it's michael it has to be michael that fucking guy. Grabs I hate. Bat, I hate his ancient. Like yeah. Yeah, the fucking fucking poor guy's bat. <laughs> the black dude's bat. And then they go outside. Oh, you know what's funny? When they're in the hospital, and that fucking oh that jam that jam kill him. Fucking dude's like four eight. <laughs> that's Michael. Remember? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Um, that's cool. Did you, like what do you think about that scene specifically? Like when they were in the hospital. Um, I felt like a waste of time. Like the whole chase and the whole that's not him and But do you think like they really display that pretty well, like as in what would happen in modern era times? Like if let's just say yeah. something in Fort Worth, yeah. the Fort Worth uh lawnmower killer or some shit, like 
he would do shit like that. And then we would, let's just say we were out of hospital. He's like, all right, boys, but tonight for reals, evil dies tonight, like type shit. And like, do you think a mob would grow and then like, all right, that's him. Get him. Like everybody would go get him now in today's era, like time or no. Like that I, to me felt like a little too medieval or like, I like, Oh yeah. It felt like it wouldn't happen in real life. That, that, that aspect of it. And, uh, I, I don't know. It felt like I said, and then also the, the there was like so many characters that did nothing in the movie. Kind of like how they, when they were in the bar scene and they brought back old people from the back in the day, how you said that they show like, Oh, this girl survived yeah. the, the car shit when he was on top of the car that she survived or that this uh, other lady is, was that kid back then. Or like Tommy, the same thing. He was a little boy that was being mm-hmm. babysitted. Same thing. And then you kill these people off like nothing. Like when they're in that car. Remember they yeah, drive up just... to that park. And they just, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like you built these characters up for like no reason. But like I said, this movie felt filler because everything was so focused on Tommy and his little mob shit with the evil dice tonight. That's all it was focused on. What do you, what do you think the second one's like? The last one? Do you think that'll really be the last one? Like how, I, I, where I do you see? I think the only way they kill they they end the movie is them killing each other. But but at, but <laughs> some at this, love ass movie now. That, that's not, <laughs> yeah, they both kill each other because she already planted that seed. Remember? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. she was in the hospital, she says, "Oh, if it, if it takes me uh, having to die, and then he, that, that's the only way that he dies, and so be it, or some bullshit." So I mean, that's the only way. That's I see. That's how the movie's gonna end. But now she has a reason why to want to kill this guy because. At the end, of, like at the end, the fucking last scene was that he he killed the daughter, which she was stupid. And first of all, how the fuck did he get up there with all the cops surrounding the place? But you know, we're not gonna talk about that. I don't know. Man. <laughs> That's a total plot hole right there. And how the fuck did he get to the second floor? Cops had everything like surrounded with taped out, and you know what I'm saying? And they've always given these slashers like Jason and Freddy like teleportation. Abilities for some reason, yeah. but then, but then that you see that stupid Pulls scene up, where they're walking, they're, they're yeah, and it's like a you know what I, I can't remember which uh, Friday the Thirteenth it was, but it was the one that came out like 2015, 16s ish, whatever. When it was like that, Jason could run. That was really fucking cool, dude. From like previous, like you said, the typical like two miles per hour, and then um, and then like teleporting, yeah, like, dude, a mile away. Pulls up, he's like in Las Vegas, and comes over here, and she's like, I don't know, dude, like. The, when I saw that one, that one felt like a new, like, Jason for, like, for me. Like, from all the other ones I've seen, like, Jason Goes to Hell, whatever the fuck. Like, it's always kind of been the same. I don't know. But, like, this – I know they have it on Netflix. Like, that's the one I'm talking about. I remember seeing that in theaters, dude. And I just remember the crowd even, like, damn, he can run now. Like, you know, it was like it, – it felt it, – it gave him more of a scare, dude. Like, to me, it just felt more realistic. None of this teleportation shit. Like, he would, like, I don't know. He can really catch up to you, like, type shit. Like, that, it made Jason more scary because it's, like, he's already, like, really fucking hard to kill. Mm-hmm. Now he runs, and I don't even really know how to kill this dude. So, like, how do you, like, combat that? Like, how do you survive something like that? So, I don't know. Like, I I love all the Halloween and fucking how long it's been since I've been a child. I've been watching almost, like, every single one of them. But for the next one, I hope that, like, that's it. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I just hope that this is for sure the last one, dude, because I don't know where you take it from this unless, like, another director, like, how when Rob Zombie did it, like, that was a really good Halloween, too. I'm not going to lie. They fucked it up with two. I would give it, like, a 7.8, maybe an 8. I, I wasn't expecting the storyline. I, I was, like, what you were saying. Like, I just want to see how, like, he kills these dudes. And 
That to me overlapped that, so I, I would give it a seven point eight, like eight ish for the movie. A, so. a lot of people were laughing at that morphine shit. How Jamie D. Curtis got like injected like yeah, so God, many times and dude, she did nothing in the I movie. If I was, oh my God, like, bro! If I was like oh, a yeah, nurse, it feels good. Let me get another one. Oh yeah, <laughs> if I did was, nothing. <laughs> if I was a fucking nurse, dude, oh my God, she'd be a pain in the ass to take care of, dude. Because fuck, always getting out of the fucking bed, uh, just being a menace, you know, taking going, taking off the IVs and doing all this crazy. Like, bro, it was just like, man. I don't know. And, and this movie made you root for Michael Myers, and at the end of the movie, you were kind of cheering him on when he was fucking killing his daughter. Another thing I did do as well, you brought up how I think we were talking. I don't think it was the last episode or not, but we were talking about video games. Um, I also finally, guys, I finally played Back for Blood. A lot of people are really hating on this game. I don't see how people are hating on this game. This game is a lot of fucking fun, dude. Have you played it? No, not yet. Is it only? Is it Xbox exclusive? Or? Uh, that I don't know. I just know that it was on the pass, the game pass. Mm-hmm. So I just downloaded through that way. The only complaint that I have on the game right now that uh, I just don't like when I first played it, I was trying to expect the typical like uh, left for dead vibes or just kind of going in there with the mindset. Oh, I'm just going to go in and kill zombies and just go to the next checkpoint, next checkpoint, whatever. Now they added this thing to where like you can add cards and like these special abilities or whatever that help you out through the game or whatever. I still don't like know perks, how that. Yeah. It's kind of like in uh, Call of Duty Zombies. Uh, something like that. But I, I'm there's a fuck ton of them, dude. I, I just really don't know. I haven't played it too much to know how to use the cards. But the one thing they do differently is like the cards are supposed to help you. But also on that vice versa set, if you whatever you pick for like you have to pick how you play the game. So no playthrough is always the same. Like they're always going to be different mm-hmm. because it'll be like next playthrough would be like, uh, you have to do these, uh, quick missions, like in under a minute or so, or like horde is like super angry, like, and like they're more tough to kill. And like when I first played it, I didn't know how to play this game at all. And I'm the type of person to where like, if I'm going to play any fucking game, it's always go straight to hard. Like you have to put the level like difficulty too hard, but I was playing my friend, Joel, and he was like, yeah, bro, nah. Like, I was like, did you put it on hard? He's like, nah, bro. Like, uh, I have it on normal. I was like, nah, dude, you fucking nah. Like, let's just go back and switch it. And he was like, nah, bro, let's just try it out. That game alone on normal is super fucking hard, bro. That game is super fucking hard. Like, it is, it's nothing. <clears throat> don't go in there with the, the vibes of you're going to be playing a Left 4 Dead game. Like, the OGs. Like, don't go in there like that. Just go in there and respect it that, like, oh, it's coming from that. Mm-hmm. But the game itself is a completely different game. I had one of my friends, though, who, who was just shitting on it. He shit on that whole fucking game. And I actually hung out with him yesterday. And now he's like, yeah, bro, this game's too badass. Like, you know, now I'm playing my friends and blah, 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 blah. It's like, see, dude, like, people are so quick to judge on, like, these fucking games. Because he was like, at first he was like, you know what I don't like is the animation looks too cheap. Like, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit well or whatever. I'm not expecting to play, like, a fucking... Um, a battlefield or like a fucking uh like a call of duty or whatever the animation itself it's like its own it's its own genre bro so i'm not like trying to go in there like you know mr sniper and shit whatever not sw- not that it sucks like it's hard to shoot there is just so much going on brother you don't have time to snipe like you're always getting hit like or i don't know so when we first played we were on with playing like playing on with these other like uh uh, fucking gamers and shit and they were like uh have you guys ever played before i was like nah dude and it was kind of awkward at first and i was like yeah but i don't know man like i wish they had it to where like me and my friend can just play and then we'll figure the game out mm-hmm. but there was a part where like 
the, I'm telling you, the game is super fucking difficult, but it helps it helps build like teamwork. So we like eventually got really cool with the dudes online. It was like, yeah, bro, like like you know, we got we started getting each other's back on like you know backfires and covers and shit. And there was a part where like there's this part where you're like at a gas station or whatever, and there's like these dude dudes like on top of the fucking roof, and like they're shooting off like these zombies. You have to turn on the generator. Long story short, the, the horde comes out and you have to kill them off or whatever. And there was a part, bro, where like three of us were down and the other guy got like, trapped by like the spider web or whatever. And he and I was like, all right, boys, this is it. This is where we get off. We all lost. And then somehow the dude, the spider web got like released. He picked us all up. And we're like, all right, boys, we got this. And like the dude was like, yeah, bro, we got this shit, brother. And we're like going fucking hard. And like, I would say that game, dude, if you... If you have a hard time making friends or whatever, like, dude, that game will, it's gonna make you talk, bro. Cause, like, I don't really like to play fucking online games with people I don't know. Yeah, and, like, everybody talk starts, to. like, talking shit. It, it's pretty <clears throat> fucking cool, dude. I guess I just got, a, like, a good, like, a fucking good luck or whatever. But the second time I played the game, I was playing it, like, solo. But when I played it, like, solo, like, I, I was, like, getting the, the game, like, the hang of, like, the cards and all this other shit. Like, are you looking forward to any other games besides that one? Uh, honestly, because that's the problem I had uh, last year and this year, like especially during the COVID time, like there's just like so limited re- releases, and you're like you're really not excited for anything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this one was kind of hyped a little bit, especially be like like I said for the Left 4 Dead fans, but you're saying it's a little bit different. But I'm pretty sure like those people will like it, even if they give it a chance. It is because it's like the melees and all this other shit. Like it's all still there, but it's. Like, again, don't go in there, like, thinking, all right, I'm playing Left 4 Dead, because this is not Left 4 Dead. So, you, you don't think it's warranted at all? Like, all the hate? You have to play it, dude. I can t- I can sit here and tell you my experience, but like I said, if it wasn't for that that first, like, awkward playing with two other people I didn't, like, didn't know, and then we, like, we build, and, like, then we got cool towards the end, like, it, I think it's cool for that, because I haven't, I haven't experienced that on fucking, like... Call of Duty because, is just yeah, gonna be nothing like that, dude. Shit. Yeah. yeah, like, that yeah, was Who pretty... the fuck is that Bethel Strong guy? Kick him out. Yeah, shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, so this... <laughs> That was, I don't know. I don't even know how into you were, like, with Left 4 Dead. I liked the first one for sure. Like, the gameplay. But the maps on the second one was my favorite. Like, the hard rain was, like, my favorite I remember map. I used to, when I, when I used to play that game, I used to, like, fucking turn it off right away. Like, <laughs> like if I was playing alone and shit, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm fucked. Like, that's the type of game that I would play, but I like, it, I wasn't, like, that much into it. Mm-hmm. Um... I never really got into, like, a lot of zombie games, to be honest. Like, a lot of people were playing, like, the, what's called the H1Z1? Is that what it is? World War Z? Nah, H1Z1 or something like that. It's like a RPG, open world zombie game. I was on the PC. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no. So, I mean, a lot of people, like, get into that. Especially, like like you said, World War Z. But it's just, like... I think World War Z fell off. I feel like that's, like, World War Z was trying to do what Back for Blood did. I've never played the uh, zombie army games. Are those good? Or what about like Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein was a badass game. I'm not gonna. Well, I had the PlayStation. Uh, that's when I tried out Wolfenstein. I played the first and second one, and I played the. They had like a little DLC one or whatever. I played that one as well. But going going back to the Back for Blood, like the graphics, like how you said the, it doesn't look like all, all their like AAA title. But I mean, like, I was mentioning to you, like even back in the day, like that shit would that shit made it fun no matter what, no matter how like, it wasn't like advance like graphics but if the game was fun that's all i cared about back in the day i think what's cool we talked about this on the last episode too was the standard of games i like how the graphics aren't you know crystal clear water you know like holy shit this is a little too real graphics Mm -hmm. 
I like how they kind of kept the whatever they have. Excuse me, develop. But like the type of graphics I'd never liked in games were like the Borderland graphics, like ugh, or like it was. Oh uh, yeah, I've never been able to get into Borderland or shit like that. Yeah. Like those type of graphics. I I play Crackdown, but Borderland graphics remind me of uh, like the Telltale games. Yeah, that's just, fucking no, Clementine, <laughs> fucking Walking Dead, Telltale games. Like yeah, that shit. Uh, that's something. Yeah, like I said, I never got into. But even like nowadays, like looking at like. The Nintendo Switch, like, how games can be so, like, fucking fun, mm. despite the graphics not, like you said, always being there, like, the best-looking graphics of all time. Like, uh, like an Assassin's, Assassin's Creed nowadays, or, like, a, yeah, even, Far, dude, even like, Far Cry 6 went down that bad route of changing their graphics system. Because it doesn't look the same as Far Cry 5. It actually looks a little lower budget, mm-hmm. kind of like Far Cry 3 and 4. But even then, like, as long if the game is cool, if the gameplay is good, if the game is fun, that's all I care about. That's what I could say for sure for Far Cry 5. And I think for Back from Blood, the graphics don't have to be great, but they made this game really fucking fun to play. To me, Far Cry 5 was one of the best games I've ever played, regardless of the graphics. Like, I'm not, I'm telling you, it, dude, looked, it, looked, I, I'm, it still looked good, no. I don't like I'm, the lighting, the, when the sun looked, was falling. It, yeah, it looked, looked all good. Great. Even this game, like, still looks good. If, bro, the graphics don't have to be that fucking crazy, but like, I'm not playing a game for the graphics. If I'm gonna do that, I can play a fucking Madden game. Like the thing, or... if, if I care about something that has like graphics, though, like you do realize that most of the time when like the graphics are that fucking good, you're always bound to have more glitches, like shadows missing all of a sudden, or like this dude's hands floating, or like a gun floating in the air. You know, like kind of like GTA Five, how it looked great when it came out in 2013 on the PS3. Like even for then, for PS3, it looked fucking good. But there was a lot of glitches, like you'd be killing motherfuckers, all of a sudden the gun would be floating. Or, like, cars would, like, be bouncing by themselves. Shit, even, even still nowadays, they still got a lot of fucking glitches. Even with that, like, another good like another good comparison, GTA 4. That game, at the time, the graphics were crazy great. But looking at it now, dude, like, bro, the storyline itself was just too yeah. good. I didn't give two shits about the graphics. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Even now, I, I like, I'd still go back and... I would like, still play that game, yeah, dude. Yeah. That was... To me, I still think 4 was better than 5. 5 just, like... I just felt like they threw everything together and didn't give like eh, just kind of put it all in and just make a the random story. The story I didn't um I don't know if we spoke about this but I did did you play GTA 5 like the story mode yeah, the whole way through? Yeah. I didn't care about it. Like how the okay so when they build up the game into introducing Michael and like how he has his wife and she's cheating on him and about this tennis guy and chases him all the way up to the uh to up there wherever the fuck to the yeah. houses and he brings down the house. He fucks around with Madrazo. And uh, he owes him a house. He owes him some money now. Mm. I thought that guy was going to be the villain. But then, like, as the story progresses, you start bringing in this Devin guy. Remember? And he starts making you steal cars and steal mm. all this shit. And all of a sudden, he's a villain at the end of the movie. At the end of the movie. At the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't feel it. I didn't care. Like how he gives you the option to kill Michael, kill Trevor, or... Did you uh, pick it to kill anyone? Uh, I, I I saved the game and i did all all three finish uh three endings i think it was kind of fucked up picking to kill michael because if it wasn't for michael franklin wouldn't have been shit because michael kind of you know introduced him into the, all that stuff and then killing trevor i think kind of didn't make sense either because i think there's a part in the game where trevor kind of saves your life some of those ending those endings really didn't make sense to me like getting those three options instead of just going after Devin. Mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden remember if you pick uh to kill nobody then you got to go and kill these these like bosses and then you gotta kill Devin at the end, like I think like that, that, op- that, that options. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, the game looked well, good. But I like, think if you say, I think four brought that because remember you can either go save your cousin or go save the chick. I think that's when they 
yeah and then five took kind of over with that too you had like they gave you the options of what to pick that mission was badass i don't know if it took place in the church or i remember oh it was the bank heist remember when you're escaping the bank heist and you're going down the streets shooting the fucking cops that mission was badass i still think the movements like when you shoot somebody or like how they move looks better on that game than five Mm -hmm. even the fighting was badass on that game dude how you could like do combos and, and like weave and shit. And the cars actually had that um that shit like when you turned, the car actually would move. Yeah, with, dude. With the, uh, the gravity or whatever. Yeah. And like in GTA Five is just a straight fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Very slept on game. I, whenever they remaster that game, I'm definitely buying that game. Oh, it's uh it's already rumored. That no they, shit. That there's a, there's a leak that 2023 will be the definitive edition of GTA Five. Oh hell yeah, dude. But it, it will include GTA Four, Bella Gay Tony, and uh, Lost and Damned. Man, that lo- the Lost and Damned was my favorite one. I-, I I know a lot of people didn't like that one. You know what's funny? I don't know if they fucked around with the weather effects in those games and those DLC games because, er- like every day and night in Lost and Damned, it was so fucking cloudy and rainy. And then when you're playing Ballad of Gay Tony, it's like so sunny and mm-hmm. all that shit. I don't know if they fucked around with the settings. I think they I'm did. pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Because I like. Uh, it was the same place. That's what's funny about it. It was just like cities apart, like islands apart. Yeah. From each other. But it was, um, I don't know. It just felt different. Like you said, Lost and Dam had this dark tone to it. And if you notice, like the red, mm-hmm. it always looked like really like candy paint, like a lot of sparkles in there, like in the red. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Like the paint jobs look very candy paintish. Yeah. And like the Ballad of Gay Tony, I didn't see any of that in there. I saw, like you said, the sun reflecting, you know, like. Even the storyline on the Ballad of Gay Tony was badass too. My favorite like soundtrack they have in that whole game is like when you push start, and like you just have this that background playing. Like that was a badass like little like thing that they did. I don't know if you remember. Oh that or yeah, not. yeah, yeah, yeah. It has like a really that one had like a really um, Vice City synth mm-hmm. sound to it, like eighties, because especially like this whole eighties vibe and like club vibe that Ballad of Gay Tony had. Um, so you said that you, that's coming out. 2023 or whatever. 2023. Oh, there's like a small leak. Somebody kind of, I don't know if they're involved in the game. Uh, like, okay. So apparently Rockstar isn't involved with all these definitive edition and remasters and all this stuff. Maybe they are. I don't know. But they have like small divisions out there. Mm-hmm. I think the one that made the one for Vice City, GTA 3, and San Andreas was called like the Grove Street something like games, Grove Street Games or something like that, which is like a, some modders. They used to, like, have all these mods back in the day for, like, PC versions of Vice City, San Andreas, make them look better, edit textures to make it look like real trees and, you know, everything look better. So I'm guessing that's what they did to this one. But like I said, uh, there was a guy that posted something uh, a few days ago, and he posted something about coming 2023, and I think he's involved in those, um, kind of those people that mod, I think. And, uh, yeah, he put up the GTA 4 logo. What do you think about this new one that's coming out, the Definitive? With, yeah, uh, the uh, so all... it's out. Mm, it's a lot of issues with it. Now, the problem that they had was that they released the GTA 3 uh, back in 2011 or 2012. They released the, the mobile version of it for the iOS and Android. Yeah. And I think for PC, I, I, I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. But then later came the version for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Like, they had versions of it. But those versions were always glitchy, and there was always issues with it because you're porting a PS2 game or an Xbox original uh, game to the to the new consoles. So there's a lot of there's a lot of glitches, a lot of this and that. What are what are the main glitches uh, for uh, each game? Could, could be like the cars uh, going through the ground, like the wheel going through the ground, or it can be another glitch where you, you you've seen these glitches even in GTA Five 
I don't know if four had them, but you know, like a car would explode and probably there was like, there was like a, a metal pole next to it. And all of a sudden you'd see them spazzing yeah. out and doing weird shit. Right. Kind of like, kind of yeah. like, like a NB, like a WWE 2K glitch, you know, like stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. So you'd see that kind of stuff or you see sometimes like if you killed somebody or if you were standing next to somebody, you'd like see through their head and you see their eyeballs or like you see like floating teeth, you know, you see weird glitches like that. Back in the day, even even the Xbox and PS2 versions weren't perfect, but I mean, like for what they were, we never had the ability to update them and like have patches and stuff like that. But the problem with it now is that you announced this whole definitive edition with three Vice City and San Andreas and people thought people like some people don't understand the difference between a remaster and a remake. Like a remake would be like Resident Evil 2. How remember back then it was like a 2D like fixed camera. But then this one was fixed into having like a. The whole kind of like if it was Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 5, you know, kind of graphics. As soon as the trailer dropped, people thought that we're going to get like a remake, like straight up GTA 5 graphics on this shit. When like rumors came out a few a few weeks back that it was just going to be like a new polish, it was going to be new lighting effects, new shadows, new textures, new everything, right? But then the problem is now is that all those glitches that remained from the mobile port just stayed here. So it basically just looks like you added, like you put the game on your fucking PC, put it in there with a USB drive, you downloaded a new mod to make it look more polished and more better, shinier, and, you know, a little bit more up to date. Mm. And then that's all you did. You just added that and then you put it out. But the problem is, is that back then those games were worth like, I think 10 bucks, like GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, like I said, as broken as they were on the PS4 and the Xbox One and like on the mobile game, I think mobile, they were like five bucks. But you're basically paying sixty bucks now with just just for like enhanced. So that's gra- all they did was just enhance the graphics. Yeah, the just add a mod that fixed a few things, and they added a little AI program that kind of fixed, like um, if like if you see the side of a taxi, like back in the day we had like what like two hundred and forty pixels a game, or like it looks shitty, right? Like if you look at them, if you play at them now, but even then they were fun back in the day, but. So like the text on like a like a taxi or like the text you see on the store, they were all like blurry and you can't really tell, right? So there was like an AI program that they added to fix all that. Problem is that they, when they did that, there was a lot of typos. Like if certain words are like like, I'm pretty sure you could you could be able to do that now. Like if you had a picture that your parents took in the 80s or 90s, right? Like it's not gonna be up to par, like you know sharp whatever. But you put that on the computer, you let an AI program kind of distinguish what the word says or whatever it's probably gonna fuck up some words because like back in the day how the they say the pixels it was everything was together kind of crammed in together so the, the ai is gonna fuck up there's a lot of that in the games and another thing another issue um like i said it's it's that it's the glitches but it's also the removing of music they've removed like when the games got ported onto the ios to the android there's so many song licenses that they never paid for again well, at least back in the day like i said if you have the physical copies of the game all the original tracks that are were on there on GTA 3, San Andreas and Vice City, it's better to have the physical copy of the original game. Like if you have the PS2 copy, the Xbox copy, that's the best version of the game you're going to play with. No matter if the if the graphics are a little outdated, it's going to be the ver- best version of the game. Because now there's like 20, 30, up to 40 songs missing in the game. But the problem is that people on the PC have found out that those files are still on the game. But they're just not accessible. They're limited. They're They're... I mean, people, if you have the PC version, funny thing right now, the PC version is not available anymore because they're trying to patch that, that you're not able to access all that shit you're not supposed to be able to access. Do you think after hearing all like from what you've learned, would you still get the game? 
no not unless not unless it goes on sale and not unless they fix some of those issues the glitches like i said so in san andreas i don't know if you remember but if you got to the top of a building you would see all this fog and cloud and shit like that so they removed that from the game so if you go to the top of the building they they did add what's cool they did they did add a uh, depth of field where like it's farther like i don't know what, what they call it in the game but you could see farther like it'll load stuff quicker you know how in vice city and all that stuff you'd be driving all of a sudden these buildings wouldn't load load yet yeah and they would start loading in all of a sudden so in this game imagine that but without the fog but that you could see all the way across the map if you're on top of the tallest building in san andreas you could see the edge of las vegas in the game Remember oh, how far shit. that is? Yeah, yeah. You can see the edge of it if you're on top of that building. But everything looks like a square. Because you see the map. Everything outside of it is just blue. You, you get you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because I, I remember like like that uh desert area, like the like the whatever you supposed to be. with the yeah. uh area fifty one. They have like fucking mountains and shit, so like even to see that like Yeah, all... you you're able to see everything. Yeah, I don't know about that one. So they took away fog, they took away the clouds. Yeah. They um apparently there's a cheat code where you can activate fog and all that stuff in GTA 3, but that's like the problem. That's another problem, another issue. It's like I said, they they try to polish it too much and there's like a lot of uh as well now like clothing items that you put on CJ and if he gets to that certain weight, you know how you can make him in San Andreas, you can make him fat, you can make him all this muscular, right? So if you make him fat and you put on certain clothes, all of a sudden the torso detaches from the legs and you just see the like a floating body. And, and then and back to the music, like I said, that's what made Vice City for me as a kid, like listening to that music because my dad would listen to a lot of that music. Of course, I wasn't going to go out there and like get get his cassettes or get his CDs and play the 80s tracks. But I mean, like when I was playing Vice City, that's what gave that game. So because it was so atmospheric with like the clothing in the game, the the music, the way everything like the neon colors, how 80s was so neon and poppy and shit like that. So that's what. That's what I loved about this fucking game. But now you've taken all that away. I mean, you've taken out like 10, 15 songs and, uh, in Vice City alone. I think San Andreas is missing 10 to 15 as well. Like a lot of rap songs. And just because you didn't want to pay the license anymore. You know, like I said, if if it comes out to the time... Because here's the fucked up part of it, about it. When the physical copy comes out of GTA, the Definitive Edition... Let's say it comes out in December. I think it's going to come out in December. Uh, first week of December, you're going to get the copy for PS5, PS4, like physical copy. So let's say I plug it in. I am not connected to the internet and I don't download the updates. I'm still not going to have all the songs. I'm still not going to have all that shit. You see what I'm saying? Same thing happened to Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 apparently was having some issues on the PS4, the original PS4, and it was like it couldn't run it. So they slowly, but like secretively, downgraded the graphics a tiny bit they downgraded the the textures and the shadow shadow effects because some consoles couldn't run it the ps4 pro didn't have an issue with it because i think their their uh system is a little bit better whatever they have inside the internals and that's the problem with nowadays like i said all these updates and patches like they can quickly remove certain references they already took a love fist off, off of vice city i'm pretty sure they're gonna remove that love fist gay mission do you remember that when there's like a gay crazy fanboy I'm pretty sure that's going to be gone. From someone who's never played the game, and this is the first time ever playing GTA 3 or whatever, even Vice City, do you think those, just taking whatever, from what we know, from what we played, taking it out, do you think it would still like affect their experience playing the game or no? I don't think so, but I think most of the people that are going to be interesting, like interested, and like most of the sales are going to be from those older fans. Those fans that grew up with those games. 
I think so because like a lot of people pointed out that everybody was pointing out like if you look at the the people are demanding fucking refunds for this game because they're so fed up that it's broken it's not ready and aside from that you're it's like half ass because when you would enter the car you would hear Michael Jackson's Billie Jean that's what people remember but now you hear like self control you hear some other fucking shit there's a lot of songs missing from the game there's a lot of content missing from the games and people were assuming that this was going to be like the definitive edition to where you added more stuff to it. There was cut missions that they didn't add back in the day. There was like missions. Mm. There were certain items. In GTA 3, there was a hockey stick. In San Andreas, there was a, a a skateboard that was cut from the game. And people were assuming, okay, like this is probably going to be like the best version of this game. That every Everything's going to be in there. All the songs, the missing missions, new missions, new this, new that. Nothing. Like I said, it's the same fucking game that you got on mobile for five bucks. And now you're paying 60 I was really looking forward to it, but I thought, like I said, I thought it was going to be like the, the full experience. And then now I'm kind of dreading or scared of what they're going to do with four. Like is four, like it, if when they release the definitive edition of four, a remaster of it, like, will it be, will it play like five? You see what I'm saying? Like, will it be just five, but like with the Liberty city vibe to it? I, I don't know. I don't know how they would do it to be honest. I don't know. I just know for sure. Five has been out for a long fucking time. And I've been hearing rumors like 06 is coming out soon. It's going to be like all the fucking maps together. Like even if I they still, even if they do announce it soon, it's not going to release until like I just hope it's not going to Dude, I just hope it's not going to be like the Grand Theft Auto it is now. Cuz you have to pay for so much. Well, I don't know. I've I personally never fucking, you know, went in and bought shark cards or whatever shit like that, but like ah, that my that's my thing like Yeah, if you did, But you see that you see how it, how it's advertised though? Like, when they're like, oh, look, get this new car, but it's, like, so fucking overpriced in the game. Like, GTA Online, and, like, if you want to get it, you have to, it's, like, $2 million in the game. And I think, like, a shark card gives you, like, I don't know, $10 million, a million, $5 million, like something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you see all these people pouring money into this shit, but that's the reason why we don't get GTA 6 as well. Because you got all these people pouring fucking money into it. They're making billions of dollars. I think they've made, like, one, uh, one to two billion in revenue from GTA Online. Damn. from people buying shark cards <laughs> holy shit dude and all that stuff but like i said um i wouldn't invest my money in that i don't know about you but i've never put more than i think i've only put like 10 bucks into a into a video game like buying something was i think it was like in fifa fifa 18 so i could buy some packs or something like that i never spent money on games to get like the dlcs or the, the skin maybe well maybe like a dlc here and there but nothing like like it became a yeah habit. like how fortnite it's like a new fucking skin nah, every other week i've only shit. ever done that on like mobile phones mm-hmm. that would spend like five bucks here like another 10 there or shit like that it sucked dude because like for a while like that kind of got me like not in debt either but like i got to a point where i was like spending like 20 30 bucks a week or some shit like that and it got to pawns like I got I what game was I playing? Candy Crush. No, nah, you know I never played Candy Crush. <laughs> um, it was like there was this one dumbass fucking game, dude. Like it was super fucking stupid, but it was like it was called Make It Rain, and all you did was just like flip like money and made it rain, but like. <laughs> It kept track of how much money you threw. So, like, if you already, like, you start off with, like, a rubber band, like, stack of ones. So, you, mm-hmm. you just start throwing the money. And then after, like, a 1000 or or, like, 10000 or whatever, the, it would be, like, a money clip. And then it would be, like, this. And then it would be, like, this and this and this and this. And, like, then I got into, like, another game where, like, I would just fucking, like, spend 99 cents here and there. Like, it just, it adds up, dude. Like, and 
again, what I'm trying to say is I got in some bad debt on my debit card, like just me spending money. But like, that's the thing and that it fucking got to, it sucks got, where like you just have to. But like, you don't buy. you don't realize it when you're doing it. Mm-mm. But then later you're like, oh, shit, like I'm. I'm I'm like 20 bucks. Like I should have like 20 bucks in my fucking card, but then it's you're all like, the oh, fucking it's right game. There. Yeah. It's on the, and like now I'm playing this one game called origin of Z really badass fucking game. And like, it's taking forever to fucking level up, but it's like, Oh, you can spend 99 cents here and there and blah, 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 blah. Which thankfully I haven't spent a fucking dime on that fucking game. But yeah, dude, shit like that can get you in fucking trouble, bro. You can get in a lot of fucking debt like that. And coming from a person who's trying to pay off his fucking credit card, dude, like, I will say I finally paid off my college, so now I don't have to worry about that too much. But like now, I can just focus on this, and I can just focus on this and just get this out the fucking way. Because I don't know about you, but I've I've been in debt before and got back into it, and it was really fucking stupid too. Like the first time I went into it was when I bought this Mac computer. I'm the type of person, dude. Like I don't buy clothes, I don't buy shoes, I don't buy hats, I don't buy like jewelry, I don't buy necklaces. Or- mm. You you like having you like having money to your name. If I do spend money on me, mm-hmm. it's usually an expensive thing. Not things, but just like one thing. Like the TV or like this, my laptop, my phone, my cameras. Like I'm not the type to just go out and just oh hell yeah, bro, let me buy this fifty dollar shirt. Like no, nah, like I don't I don't really care about that type of shit. So when I first bought it, it was like a treat to myself. I was like, well, dude, you just finished your associate's degree or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just go ahead and get it. Fuck it. You know, who, you don't, you didn't graduate without debt. So fuck it. Just mm-hmm. go ahead. Took me like, that was back in 2017. I was in a bad debt year, dude. I was like super fucking low. Like I had to like sell so much shit to pay just to catch up on all my bills, dude. I felt like, I don't know if you ever went through this, but there's a point like where like, I was in debt so much like it would just, if it not like literally, but it sucked to breathe. Cause like, I didn't know how the fuck I was going to get out of this. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in this like super, a black abyss hole. Like you, I was, knew, like, you, knew get the, out. you knew the fucking due date was coming up. And I you're was like, fuck, like yeah, I don't like, have the money. Right I now. don't. So then like, I, 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 that's when I like, dude, I, I bought a brand new, like the PlayStation four, like the, the pro, whatever the fuck, the one that came out, like whatever. And then I sold it. And then I fucking sold four of my guitars and then I sold like some other shit. And you still, yeah. it still wasn't enough. <laughs> and for like nothing, like I, thankfully I got out of it. And then I did the same thing again. They say he used to repeat itself, like you know, less changed. I went and I was like, you know what? I want to get a laptop. I've already had Mac. I don't give a fuck. People hit shit on this, but it hasn't done me wrong. Yeah, I just don't want to sit there all the time. On yeah. My computer. And so yeah, I, yeah, dude. So then I just I bought it. It was like twenty seven hundred. And then from that twenty seven hundred, I got back into like well. I don't really have money for food, so like I'm just gonna go ahead and just start buying lunch on the like day, like on the daily type shit. Went back up, got up to like four thousand eight hundred. Like holy shit, bro! Like and then I was still fucking paying for my school. It was just like, oh man, it was it sucks. Being in debt sucks. Being in debt can teach you a lot about yourself and how to save money if you pay attention to what it's telling you. For what it's told me, now that I fucking paid off my school, I just want to pay this motherfucker off and close it. No more of this shit. Like if I can't afford it with cash, I don't want to buy it like type deal. Mm-hmm. And if I do want to get money for like a like any type of like just I like a loan or something, it's just uh, now in cash. You want like to that, you wanna get to that point where it's like if you want this computer, if you want this TV, you could pay it with your own money. Yeah. Like, I don't want to I don't want to yeah. And not even just to buy anything like you just want to have money. You just want to want to have money period because like I told you, you you get into the habit of like any paycheck that's coming in from work, most of it's going to for debt and yeah, bills. it goes it goes straight to debt. And like I think what helped 
which I'm not practicing. So let me throw this out there. I don't want to sound like a saint. What helped a lot was reading books on how to save. There's this super old school book. It's called The Richest Man of Babylon. But that book, if you pay attention to what it, it's, it's kind of a hard text to read. And long story short, as long as you can save 10% of your check and making sure you don't touch it, you'll save money. Cause like the first time I did it, I almost touched up to like a thousand in like four or five weeks. Not probably, probably like seven or eight, something like that. <laughs> but the point is I saved. And in the book, it talks about like a bridge or like a, or like a, a wall or whatever. And it talks about like, once it starts cracking, then everything falls down. So same with the, the, the metaphor is like, once you start picking at the money or whatever, it's all going to go away. And that happened to me three times. The first time I was like at a thousand, the second time I was like at 400 and the last time I was like at six, but like all three times I've stopped. And in the book, it's pretty cool. Cause like it talks about how this guy did the same thing. And like, he went out, tried to do his thing and failed and had to go back and blah, 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 blah. But you learn from all that. If you pay attention to the story, if that makes sense, not the book, but of your story of debt and shit. So everyone's like, don't close it. Keep it open. You know, whatever. I'd rather just fucking close it and look for a fucking credit card that would give me some good in like, like a good interest rate. Cause I'm pretty sure what I'm paying right now is fucking ass dude. And like, yeah. And they'll tell you like, Oh, do double payments. You pay it off quicker. But at the same yeah, time, like dude, you said, it, like, you're fuck, always, man. you're always like, if I do that, then, you know, I ain't got shit to my name like the rest of the week. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's tough, man. And trust me, I'm, I'm super sick of living like this. I've lived like this, like not poor, but just being broke. Like I'm just sucks. never having money to do whatever you want. Nah, and like, and if you do, you have to be careful. You have to watch what you know you yeah. have to do. And it's like, I don't want to live like that my whole life. Like, I want to be the type of person where, like, if I want to do something, fuck the price tag. I'm, I want to do it because I'm only going to do this one time in my life. Like, I'm not going to be able to do this in my next, quote unquote, my next life if that even exists. Like, and I want to do it while I'm young. I would say years back before then was like all like a learning experience. And like, now that I've turned this age, this is like the most funnest point of my life. Like every day feels just so much fun. Like there's like, I, cause like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, no, I feel like, I feel like it's really starting now. I'm about to be done with college. Mm-hmm. I'm about to do whatever I want now. And that's something I couldn't say in my, my twenties. Cause it was school work, do this. And but this even, and even then uh, at this point though, how you're 27, you have that, you don't have that worry of like, like a, like a, like a wife, like a daughter, a son Mm-mm. type of thing. So it's like you're, Whatever you're making, whatever money that, like I said, after you get out of your, out of your debt, all that money is just going to be you and for you to plan out what you want to do in the future. Yeah, dude. So, cause, but like I, you feel that calmness of like you don't have any the calm, there big you go. priority right now. Nah, and it's like it's it just feels it feels different and it feels like fun. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I guess you just have to make And there's a lot of people like that don't like appreciate that when they're younger, when they're 18, 19, even getting out of high school. Because like like I said, some some of these people like they start getting girls pregnant at the age of 16 at the age of 17 and they're like they yeah really dude and there's fucking dads love to like no yeah, which i mean respect and, 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 and they're working, to them, but and they're working for them they start working for them but this situ- about at this situation like like you're saying like you're right now you're working to pay off that debt but like to also have money to yourself and like build for your future but like i said some people don't always have that advantage when they're younger right now what i want to do mostly is just keep investing i don't know if you ever heard this guy named dave ramsey if you ever been in really bad financial debt, definitely check it out. Take a listen. I'm not saying subscribe to the guy, but he has some pretty cool stories and points if you ever just want to hear anything like that. But he talks about you. The one thing I really want to do is like save up three months worth of income. 
like for bills or whatever, just have an emergency fund. Once I have that, I don't know, Charlie, I really want to fucking like, I really want to make some passive income. Like, I, I don't know how I would do it. I don't know. Hopefully the future of me will go back and listen to old me and be like, damn, you actually did it or something like that. And that's just a message for me. But like, I, sometimes I just want to like, ah, oh man, I wish, sometimes I just wish the stocks that I'm investing right now would just blow up. You know, or, we're, or, we're or all, I don't got to be like, ah, uh, I gotta, I gotta worry about not having enough to pay this bill. I gotta like, dude, congrats to those like, motherfuckers. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Congrats <laughs> to the ones who invested in Bitcoin because I remember I was, fuck. I remember like, I think I was 16 or 17 and we were at the pool guy. And there was this Japanese or Asian lady, I don't know, but she was like, oh my God, boys, like you, you need to invest in that Bitcoin and you know, all this crazy shit. <laughs> I don't know why I did it like that, but you know what I mean? You need to invest in the Bitcoin, but he was like, yeah, you need to invest in Bitcoin, dude. Like, trust me, like this is going to make you guys rich. It's going to blow you guys, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're never and gonna, at that age, you're and never going to forget that lady now. I still <laughs> never, I, I remember back then, like. I've always been curious about stocks. I never knew how it works. I never knew like how to, how to even start. But I remember when she told me that, like, that's when it, my curiosity kind of was like, damn, I kind of want to learn how to like do that. And that's always been a thing in my mind. So like, imagine the people who bought, I don't know, let's just say 20 shares for like 20 bucks, like a dollar a piece. Those dollars a piece are now worth like $61,000 a piece. Like it's, uh, I don't know. Again, I just want to get to a point in my life, dude, where I, I never want money to be a, like a problem. Whether that be for me or for my family or for my friends, I'm not saying that like I'm going to help everyone, but I don't, I'm not saying that I would not help everyone either if it really needed that type of help. Because yeah, dude, life's too short to just fucking work. One day you're going to grow up and you're just going to look back and like, damn, like what did I really do? And to live it only one time, like, nah, man, like, I don't know. So that's why like I'm, I'm very you blessed. Wanna, and you want to reach that completion of like feeling peace, but like at a young age, you don't want to feel that at your thirties or forties. I do feel it now. I feel the the funness, like again, the the very open and aware mindset right now. There was this like person that I heard uh, talking. Uh, it was like a little video, and it was talking about how this guy was at a bridge and he was gonna commit suicide. I don't know what he was gonna do, but he was like gonna jump or just or I don't know. He was just at the bridge, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was an old man sitting on the back of the bench or somewhere around like right next to him. I don't know how the kind of like the Jason and Michael Myers, if they kind of teleported there mm. and he was telling the guy, he's like, it's a beautiful day outside. Right. And the guy's <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it is. I guess, I guess it is. And then like, but he wasn't like looking at him. There comes to a point where like the, the other guy's like, well, I wish I could see it, but I can't, I'm blind. He's like, could you describe it to me? Like, can you describe like what, what it's like? So then he starts describing the sky and like all the colors and all this other shit. And he's like, yeah, it's like, you know, nice and like blue orange or whatever. He's like, so then it got like real deep. He was trying to like describe all this shit to this blind guy. But like, no matter like through the end of all that conversation, the blind guy was like, I appreciate it. I appreciate describing what, like what the outside looks like. But honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And then the guy, the other guy was like, Yo, so were you just like wasting my time or like, what the fuck? Like, you know, what's like, what was the point of all that? And pretty much the message of the story was like, you have to appreciate that. Like the guy was like, I've lived my whole life. I couldn't see anything. So I've always looked like within and like, he's like always looking in and it gets you nowhere. He's like, sometimes you really got to understand like what really matters is like looking outward and just like enjoying like what you see. 
I don't know. For some reason, that story just really stuck to me. Like, that's how it's like. That's how like I so feel it's like, like I, another way of like saying you don't need the new phone, you don't need the new car to find happiness. Just enjoy the little shit, dude. Like going out, meeting people, um, doing what just makes you happy. Not like in a sense like yeah, work wise or passion. No, just like. <laughs> Oh shit. 